Yeah, welcome everyone. My name is Abiodun Mustafa. It's nice to be on your way again on Growth Secrets with Abiodun Mustafa. And you know, every time we come like this, is always a time of deep value, high value, exceptional moments where you get deep, deep moments in order to make your life personally and your career and businesses move on to the next level. All right, today again, I'm having a special, special guest, a dear friend, and um, he has moved from being a friend to being a brother now. And it takes a lot to really bring him. He's already a big man. You hear his voice to know how big he is. Amazing, amazing individual. And it's awesome to really have him. Yeah, today we'll be saying something that is related to technology and artificial intelligence. And you know, in this current dispensation, if you're trying to operate the present by the past, you will soon become really, really obsolete. And it's really critical we know what is now and where the future is going into. And today, we will be sharing so, so much on the concept of data. Yes, data. We'll be sharing on the concept of data. How does it apply to your personal life and also to the business that you seem to operate? All right, my guest is a business manager at Data Science Nigeria and he's a data scientist, a seasoned technology and startup consultant. He's a GIZ certified business trainer and, co and coach and also a Google digital skill trainer. Ladies and gentlemen, join me as I welcome a brother, a friend, a graduate of Babcock University and at the same time a master's degree holder in computer science from the Federal University of Abel Kuta. Join me as I welcome Amzat Oluwashio. All right, Amzat, it's nice to have you here. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. This is this is this is wonderful, and thank you very much for the opportunity and for the platform, and uh, just a privilege to be able to bless and just to share knowledge with other people. And, uh, and thank you for all the the accolades and all that. So, uh, thank you so much. Uh, uh, so I'm excited to really talk about data, the possibilities of data, especially for personal and business growth. So. Uh, we should have a very very exciting time. So uh, I would try and just lay, uh, like like I discussed with uh, my friend and, and my brother, right? That uh, I'm just going to try and lay foundations, right? Try to go from from what we already know or what is very familiar with us and extend into other frontiers that we probably are not just aware of or not exactly on how that works, right? So uh, I know that uh, right now you probably have been hearing a lot of hype around data science, um, data itself, artificial intelligence and all that, right? And then you probably begin to, you've been hearing some things like uh, one of the biggest careers right now in, in the world, or highest good careers right now, or the most rewarding careers right now around data science, artificial intelligence. In fact, what this COVID-19 period has done was that that's really uh, helped amplify the noise, really, uh, and um, amplify the hype around artificial intelligence. We've seen a lot of organizations trying to leverage data to be able to combat the pandemic of COVID-19. So it has not turned out that data, data science, AI has, has really been stepped out from the shadows of just theory into a real-life physical practice where people are going to see a real use of, of data as it were. 
and does not come to the central piece of discussion. Even those who are experts on it and those who are not experts are forced to have that conversation to see what can artificial intelligence do for us, what can the already existing data that we have already do, and what are the possibilities with data really and about data science and artificial intelligence. Uh, I'm just going to um, walk through some things uh, uh, quickly with us and uh, just to make sure that you understand it, it's just a very, very uh, funny topic. Um, and I just try to just touch on some things, right? So uh, I really start from data, right? When I talk about data, it's not I'm not talking about MTN data or ATL data right now, right? We're talking about the, the, the information that we generally generally produce every time and every hour. So I'm just going to I'm going to drop some some really very very important facts just about some facts about data just to get you excited and to show you the power of data and then from there i'll proceed into just uh, explaining to yours just just right now today is just basically for laying foundations right so uh just very 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 important and very very funny statistics right number one you know every two days we create as much data as you did from the beginning of time on 2003 right i'm talking about everybody that just you Right, the amount of data right being gotten off you day by day from from companies like Google, Facebook, Twitter, it's it's immense. And that every two days you generate you, you do personally generate data that's way much more than all the data have been generated from this past year, from the beginning of time to right? Just to Avengers, right? Another important fact, just to, for me to share with you again, is that Google now processes over 40,000 search queries every second, <laughs> which translates into about 3.5 billion searches per day, right? And 1.2 trillion searches per year. Just try to imagine the magnitude of that, right? And then the important facts about the amount of job, you know, data and, big, um, and, and the artificial intelligence can create. Uh, and there are those amazing facts that, that are quite very, very shocking. Let me see if I can get um, some more again to just share with you, right? So, you know that it is expected that by the end of 2020, would have the transformation in existence would have gone to about 3.2 zettabytes. Some of you don't even know what that zettabyte really is. So it's just quite amazing, right? About 100 hours of videos are uploaded to YouTube every minute, and it will take you around 15 years to watch every video uploaded by one user in one day. That's how that's wow. how powerful right data is, and, and what I'm just trying to emphasize now, you would see, you would see that a lot of people are now talking around data. In fact, what we call the big five, right? The big fives are your Google, Facebook, Apple, Microsoft, right? You are going to see that America is beginning to drag them up and down now. Recently, they they, they had their dates in court where the senators are to step in, try to question them because they realize that. People who have data really have the power, right? And that anybody who has data about you, right? Some of these organizations know you more than you know yourself. And it's quite amazing what people can do with that data. And you will see that a lot of these five uh, top five companies have been dragged up and down right now by government. Uh, with the government trying to make sure that they can reduce the power that they have or make sure that they don't begin to, um, what they call anti-market uh, anti um, tendencies. That is to say, Crushing any other organization also come up after them. So it's, it's just a very, very dynamic world. And the reason being that the, what what really lies at the center of all this issue is the what we call data. 
right and so uh, my my job really uh, and like i told my friend right there are various dimensions i can take this to but i just want to really focus and just narrow down on the role of data to personal business growth. so you can see how powerful data is you can see how much data you generate like as we're talking right now we are generating data right uh, i'm online as long as i am online all my informations are probably available for because i'm using chrome i'm using so there's my chat history there's my website history and all this can can really be used for example what became very very popular i'm bringing to that that drew a lot of attention to ai and data was when facebook and, and some presidential candidates in in america were dragged to the court because they believed that they utilized data from facebook to sway an entire nation into making a political decision or making a vote Right, and that's the kind of power of data, and people don't even understand that ordinary posting on Facebook uh, gives a whole lot of people a huge vantage point over you, don't understanding and understanding what you do, and based on that, can even influence your decisions without you knowing. Subtly introduce it, and these guys were charged and were fined great amount of money just because they exposed data and allowed people to really be manipulated in terms of decision. Now. Uh, that I've talked about some of the good sides because um, data allows, apart from those, the danger of, of data and, and the possibilities around that are probably negative. I've also tried to highlight some positive dimensions of data because we now have data now, it means we can now make better decisions, right? We can draw insights from data and make better decisions, make better insights, even have some of the automated, uh, some of the tasks that are mundane, have repeatable tasks that can be taken over by artificial intelligence systems and make life really, really easy, right? So I'm going to just go straight into how I think you can begin to utilize data for personal business, right? So I know for a lot of people, for business growth, a lot of people are probably, uh, you probably made a lot of research to understand some business growth. So I'm going to start from personal growth, right? So someone will probably be thinking, okay, now how can I use my data, the data I generate, right or how can i leverage on on this field new field called data science or uh, artificial intelligence and to grow as an individual so i'm going to just walk through that and i'm going to and the way i'm going to start with that uh, i'm going to mention a few points before i move to business because um this will really i believe really help a lot of entrepreneurs but um for personal good i just want to start and to say that you of in, in a way already most people are already using artificial intelligence for personal growth, even if they don't realize it, right? So first, let me start from um, your normal recommendation system. It does allow me, for example, uh, when you visit platforms like um, Amazon and you probably buy a stuff, buy, buy, buy an item, by the time you go back, based on the fact that you ordered that part of an item, they begin to make recommendations for you, right? The same thing happens on your Google search. If you search something and you attempt to search uh, something else, right your uh google begins to make based on the previous searches you've made begin to streamline what they think you would need so the same thing has to do with also with courses when you take a course on udemy or coursera they begin to recommend and those emphasize that since you've studied something around project management and the next that you might really want to focus on maybe is time management or um, digital transformation in the line of management you understand so so based on that a lot of people are already using uh, artificial intelligence without knowing. For example, even your friend request on Facebook, you will tell you, you see that Facebook will tell you, we are suggesting this friend for you. We think you would like to be friends with this kind of person. Do you understand? And in that way already, that's already AI. And if, you, if you're smart enough, for example, I, I know, I, I remember I was trying to find somebody's contact on LinkedIn. 
and we just, I was just discussing with a friend about how can I get this person. And all of a sudden, I just went on my LinkedIn and it was all of my first suggestions, right? Associational contact. So if you know how to leverage the power of data, especially on all these platforms, you can make very, very important connections that can open a lot of doors for you. So in a way, right, you're already using AI without knowing, right? In your choices or, or your recommendation systems uh, as it might. Uh, as my appear and number two uh as well uh, the way you can begin to leverage uh the power of data is what i call and some people already use it it's just that they don't realize it what i call virtual assistant and that's what has been called really for or in the end in, in the process of enhancing your productivity so a lot of organizations a lot of for example my organization already has embedded in in, in its in its organizational structure even in the platform we use for normal day-to-day activities a bit of ai already uh, inserted for example let me i'm going to give you two like two or three apps that a lot of people already use without without them knowing you know that on your phone you everybody if you have an android phone or you have an iphone you have what you call a personal assistant right that can help you schedule meetings that if you send emails right that can help you that tells you the weather is going to be this way this morning so you better come along with your umbrella and all that and that what notice little things that that we know are reminders about time shifting meetings for us because we are very very busy but i know that little little things voice control and all that makes life a, a little bit more easy and makes us enhance our productivity so, and in such ways uh, it's really based the ai system is really based on all the information and all the actions based on previous data or instructions that you've passed onto it right so in a way of a lot of people don't even understand uh, i know people just carry out carry up their phones up up and uh, up and down and we do not realize the power of what they carry so a lot of people really like for example myself um my personal assistant has become a very very key part of my life i don't have any money to to get uh, i don't have it planned really to get a physical assistant but my phone is really doing a great job at that for example if you write a mail now i believe microsoft mail already does something like that already uh they are, they are personalized mail. for example if you try to send a mail and then you forgot to attach a file. For example, you would please find attached uh, my CV, right? And, and this is a common mistake. So please find attached my CV. And you forget to attach your CV. Based on the AI system, AI system goes through your bill and realize that you promise you are going to attach. So when you try to send, it give you a warning. If Mr. Man, you forgot to add or to attach a file. And that's the power of data and uh, and they are already in place in that way already and it's already and then and answer many of many times i have tried i have made that kind of mistake where i want to i sent a proposal and i said this when i attached the proposal and because i was rushing to jump into the next stack i forget that i've not attached the file and based on the ai system already embedded in my work stream it gives me a quick reminder to say young man please you forgot to attach Right, there are tools also like Grammarly. I don't know if you use Grammarly. Grammarly is a productive tool as well that goes through your text to see if there's any grammatical error or error in your grammatical structure or construct of a statement. And personally, it's one of those tools that I use and it's purely driven by artificial intelligence, right? And so these are little, little productive tools that you don't need to pay too much money for. In fact, most of these things I'm talking about are completely free and are leveraged on the power of your personal data and yeah, so so don't just wait to say until uh, I get a course, a degree, or I get a big money to do data and all that, that before I can start enjoying the power of AI. You already enjoying it already. It's just that you realize you will not probably realize some of these apps that are available, right? There's also another app that allows that reads your email for you and helps you identify tasks 
it's, it's, it's just amazing, right? So you, there's a probably a report from a meeting. Once you insert it to the app, the app scans the mail and helps you to identify the tasks that you need to be able to deliver on and the deadline based on what's already written on the email. So these are powerful sources of data. And in fact, um, the, the data industry has even become a personal way of making money for people. Right, so people begin are now sending their data to organizations. Say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to give you my data unless you pay for it. Right, and then if Google wants to collect your data, they will need to pay you some amount of data, some amount of money for that. And it's happening right now. In fact, there's a, there's a huge field, growing field in data science and artificial intelligence called crowdsourcing, data crowdsourcing. And what it does is that it leverages on the power of people and the power of the crowd to get data. And and we have amazing platforms like Amazon Talk, right, that allows you to give you a task to help them get data. And what you just need to do, you just to go to go outside, take pictures, put some sounds, and send back to them. And then your account is booming, it's ringing. It's called cloud source. You can check it. There are a lot of there are a whole lot of a lot of applications around that that will pay you just because they want you to help them get data. Right? So we even fact that science Nigeria has even as as a as an app called Data Cloud that they would pay you for every single task to get data. One of the tasks was Go snap any, for example, you can say go snap. MTM, I want to understand to see if their marketing campaign is really working. And because they will pay big organizations, usually pay a whole lot of money to make sure that their promotional materials are made public. Sometimes they don't have the capacity to go monitor it themselves. They can say they can put about, let's say, about 400 million to make sure that their posters of, of uh, new products up and down, their billboards and all that. And because they don't have the power to go over that, to so just look for a company that will be crowdsourcing and say, okay, we need to check if our billboards are in good conditions in our billboards. So what the crowdsourcing app does, does is that it puts the it puts the job on it on, on the kind of platform to say, guys, if you are living in a building that is a task for you, we need you to go around your town and look for MTM billboards that you can find and take a picture for us and let us know the shape in which our billboards are in. Right? And you just take a picture and send it to them and then you have your you have money in your account. So these are powerful means of people how people are beginning to leverage data. And, and there, there are a whole lot of ways. I, I really do not have time. I wish I could have much time to delve into it, but, but uh, my, my friend has already promised that there will probably be another session where we can probably just go deep dive, right? There, there is also the career opportunity, and I cannot see, I cannot overestimate the potential, right? Uh, you know, I think it was World Economic Forum that announced that uh, data science is the sexiest job on planet Earth. And what I mean by sexiest job, this means is the most attractive job. The career opportunities are immense, the, the, the financial remunerations are immense, and the possibility for you to actually be able to make long-lasting impact in terms of creating um, solutions that are really tangible and can really solve serious problems are immense. There are, there are a lot of data that are available for us that problems that we thought were unsolvable before can completely now be solved. For example, uh, during this COVID-19 period, there was there was uh, something we launched at DSM um, that allowed us to understand if pandemic was fought in Abeokuta now, where should the government put up isolation centers or primary health centers? At that point before before all this, you don't know because you don't make, you don't make guesses and hope that you, you turn out right. But now we have available data to understand based on geospatial analysis, based on economic factors and understand the pattern of migration of this disease, you can begin to say, you know what, if you don't want this thing to spread, if you want to tackle it and cut off, cut it off 
as fast as you can. There are some strategic locations to put your isolation centers and to put your primary health centers. You understand? So, and, 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 and these are amazing ways you can begin to use data, I believe. So, so that's covering the personal part. And now let's go into the business part that we are all familiar and, and I'll, I'll just quickly jump on, on, on one or two or three because I, I believe I'm watching my time and I think I've probably even exhausted the time allotted for me for this. But I'll just quickly watch on the business. This this week is really popular and as I let it for last because most of us are already familiar with what we can use data for, especially in business. And the first thing that uh, data brings for you uh, in your business is what we call insights, right? Insights is what you is like insight basically is like a wisdom based on data or learnings or knowledge from a previous pool of data that you can apply in your business and you can see remarkable growth or remarkable change right for example a lot of people sell stuff and they don't realize that at a particular time some of us already do this calculation in our heads some some people over based on their experience over in the business for probably a long period of time can begin to give you this stuff by heart even then they don't understand but others realize that it seems like whenever we are selling these goods every december people come to buy more and in fact between one to two and on friday it seems like we have more sales and so what do you do if you get that kind of insight from your data? What happens is that you begin to you begin to dedicate more of your effort. You know, there's this principle called Pareto principle. And what it simply means is that 20% of your task, right, is responsible for about 80% of your results. So the problem right now is to find what is that 20% of your task that will give you 80% of the result. And so that's where data begins to step in to tell you, it seems like this is what is working, this is a particular trend. And these are, these are you can begin to position yourself in terms of strategy, in terms of marketing, to get this 80% of the result. And that's available with data. And I think the number one shift we need to make, especially as Nigerian entrepreneurs, is to become obsessive with data. Collect as much data as you can from your customers. Collect data. You know when you make the sales, write it down, write the date, write the time, write the person, the place they are coming from, and all that. Get as much as possible data on every single sales point. It can be immensely beneficial for you. So that's insight. Uh, number two also is to make, to understand trends, right? One key thing that is always, you know, and I can tell you this categorically or uh, authoritatively as, as also a fact that I, I also have another life as a business coach, right? One key thing about businesses and market is that there are always trends. Things are always shifting. And the organizations that catch this change faster than the other organizations are, are almost every time the what we call the market leaders. So one thing that data does for you is to allow you catch the trend even before people begin to realize, right? Allow you catch the trend. So you know need to understand because things are always changing. You can ask Kodak, right? Things are always changing. The technology is always improving. So you need to understand what is the and you know you, the taste of your customer is always evolving because now they they have a lot of competitors right there. So having a data set or Everything on the power of data to understand trends can be immensely beneficial for your for your business. So I'm trying to look for an example right now to just try to, to really make the point about about trend. Do you understand? So for example, right, you will see a lot of organizations. For example, I, I think one organization I, I really love Nike. They they love the love sincerely use this marketing strategy a lot. And what they do is just to understand because uh, Nike is one of those products that tries to tie their product to emotional connections. They do not just want to sell you shoes or athletic wear. 
they want you to wear it with an emotional attachment right for example you will see that they were the first people that started uh, supporting what we call the em- emancipation of, of women for example you know this issue about women not given the right chance you have to realize based on the data they've collected or observing social trends that conversations were really shifting our women that were rising up demanding for more opportunities demanding for more space demanding freedom to be able to express themselves in professional settings and in global stages like that. So what they did uh, before any organizations even caught on the trend was based on their data, they realized that people were talking about it. On social media, people were talking about it and all that. So what they did was, what did they do? Signed up a very, very powerful female athlete that became a voice, right? And they released one powerful art campaign with Serena Williams. And that, campaign, that singular campaign skyrocketed their sales. Just based on the fact that they were able to latch upon the, the, the emotional attachment based on data of their customer base and were able to launch marketing campaigns that were supremely... So it's not really about even the quality of their product, it was just about the emotional attachment they were able to create based on insights, on understanding the trends in social uh, in social relationships as a result of them sitting down to study data and to study the occurrences around them. Right, so marketing trend is also very, very important. Um, maybe I'll talk about two more and, and I'll probably end here. Another part of how you can utilize data for, for your business is what I call customer segment, segmentization. Yeah, segmentization, sorry, segmentization. And what does that mean? You need to understand that as a business, right, you would have what we call different kinds of customers and that your customer base usually shifts from time to time. And I will give you a very, very vivid example. I love, you know, I love business. I love studying about business. I love studying about successful businesses. Uh, and my goal is to be able to teach people that principles because I realize that principles actually do work. And also just to be able to change the mind. It's really been something born in. So I do a lot of study, a lot of research, sometimes unsolicited really around what really drives successful business. And I realize right for example and so i study a lot of this brands for example when indomie first launched right the advertisement their marketing campaign was targeted around a particular classification of their customer base which was what children children so you said doing baba you do well you do good and all that and then indomie all those kind of very funny and like targeted at what children you see indomie and one egg period so for children so that's the way people did it uh, and then they began to realize and, and that's the power of data for you to be obsessive about it. Like, what are the people using our product? What are they doing with it? Right? As what they realized is that these guys started realizing that there was another part of their customer base that was arising. Although they did not create the product of them in the first place, they created something you know, very, very fast and quick that you can make for your children before they go to school and all that. I just get their children. But they realized that how they were creating it. Right? So what they did was that, oh, this is a new data. Data is telling us that adults are eating our endomies. So what do we do? We created a new campaign. Instead of saying that you hear hungry man, from hungry man he moved to belly full, all those kind of things, trying to address the new customer base because they've been able to segment their what customers. Say we have children customers, we have mothers customers, we have fathers, and they have a customer base called hungry man customer that we need to also what look at. You understand? So this is just about customer segmentation. So you also need, based on your data, some of these things you cannot see just by observing. You need data because data, artificial intelligence is an expert in understanding patterns. That's the power of data uh, and artificial intelligence. It, it looks through the data and begins to identify patterns that even you might not see. 
I have a lot of examples for this way, but my time is running. I'm going to give you one um, example. There was this hackathon, a bank organized an hackathon, right? To, and they released their data. They locked up everybody, about a, a good number of data scientists, and locked, up, locked them up in a room and gave them sensitive bank data. I said, guys, you know what? Go to this data and see what insight you can get from it and what new product we can create. And funny enough, never occurred to the managers before, never occurred to the CEO before. One of the group of data scientists discovered an amazing fact that there was a group of customers in the bank that the bank themselves did not notice or did not even have any product of info. They were the women, women, right? Women, so they, they had some particular similar traits. Number one, they were women. Number two, they either run a business or operate a civil servant work at an organization and number three this is the funny thing they pay tithes that these categories of people who do this actually get to return the loan that they get from the bank at the exact time or even before the time right and when they realize that the data science they're trying to explain you said people who had religious beliefs or strong moral connections about and dedication and commitment to one principle of fact which is titan are always very very cognizant of the need to return the money that they borrow and are very, always looking at it and monitoring the deadline <laughs> for the first time it occurs wow. to the bank that there is now a new customer base that we need to be selling our loans for do you understand so it's just an amazing and just an awe-inspiring fact and so what they, they did is that instantly they started creating what product for those people they just say that so if you have realized that these are the things and i didn't know that people are paying time because they understand that once they collect salary 10 percent goes off immediately <laughs> so they understood that this one has to be tight so what they now did was that they started monitoring for any people that had that tweets women that work on the business and they like start sending them personalized messages to say there is a there's a there's a loan available for you at a discount rate because they know that these guys will return the money you understand and so these are ways people begin to get new customer segments and all that and it's just pretty amazing uh let me give you one final <laughs> okay but i think let me just stop here i, I think uh I, I, this is the way i probably teach it's also give a lot of people example i found out that real life examples help people to concretize learnings and all that so i have a bundle of them so but i believe that uh, with this few point of mine i've been able to convince you all right i don't to coach that there's a whole lot of power and data to that you can leverage on for your personal and business growth. So thank you very much. I think we'll awesome. go deeper. Uh, awesome. You can't you can't talk to you can't talk to a business manager in data science and you don't have enough data. If you call even well, if you come here without examples, I should look for pain <laughs> and say what are you doing around data. Interesting, interesting. It is it, amazing. In fact, from from some of the things you have said, I'm beginning to to get a glimpse. Like I remember the time when we wanted to know how the weather was going to be the following day. Sometimes my daddy, or my parents, or maybe my my daddy sometimes will have to be before the TV, 10 a.m. news. They don't miss it. And what, at the end of the day, what are they waiting for? Weather forecast <laughs> for the next day. So <laughs> so maybe maybe there was weather a need to, yeah yeah. So, Maybe there was, there was a need to know, maybe there was a kind of need to know, okay, should we take an umbrella the next day? Or, okay, what's the kind of plot to wear the next day? So that 10 p.m. news was very important. But today, in fact, on my on my phone, I would just say, oh, tomorrow is going to be like this. This degree centigrade, so be ready. Okay, to, to, tomorrow yeah. is going to be concentrated cloud in a particular place. Wow. I will just be like, wow, what's happening? Interesting. Wow, it's true. I so, so agree with you. And in fact, today, it's very true that the person who has the data control the world, people used to feel like, I, I registered an account with Facebook, yeah. it's free, I'm posting for free. 
I'm liking for free. But they don't understand what's going on on the back end. They just believe that ah, it's free. I registered on Twitter for free. I registered yeah. on Instagram for free. You know, at the point, I think I was asking you when, when, we're, when we're working together, I think at the point I was trying to confirm that this Facebook, Instagram, how did they make their money? Until eventually I discovered that it was actually through data. Yeah, it was actually through data. Like so for real, and eventually I started getting the idea. So when you do sponsored posts, it's because they have the data that's what you're paying for, and like very, very amazing. And this is really, really true. And even from the things you have said, you shared so much on inside trends and customer segmentation. I come to also realize that it's not like data science has not existed for a long time, only that the new technology and techniques that yeah. we have yeah. now is what is making it something very elaborate and important. Because in the past, as long as I can share an information with you, even though it's a gossip, if that gossip can live where we are to somewhere else, it's already data science. It's only technology that is different now, different from that particular period. But people didn't know they were employing data science, but they were doing it yeah. for free and they were making no money. In fact, some of them were even causing more trouble doing that, those kinds of data science in the past. So it's, I, it's, I it's like, very, like very, <laughs> it's very, very interesting. Very, very interesting, and I love, I love the way it's going. Now, this, this has some sort of questions I feel our listeners will really want to want to have. Now, as individuals who seems to supply data every day, we provide data every day. We go out every day. Ah, conductor, give me my change. Um, you move every day. Sometimes you put your phone location on. I want to try to find out, are there some kind of dangerous parts to these things? Like, are there some parts of it that we need to be cautious of as individuals that maybe maybe in future it might be very, um, it might affect us because you, you find out some people, even Facebook will bring 10 years ago, like data, something they posted 10 years ago. And some of them today, when they go sometimes to the embassy, they go to some places, they end up finding data they supply. They just posted and said, I wanted to, let me just share. I'm happy today. And they shared some of those data. Is there some sort of conscious path that we need to take notes in the kind of data that we supply? Because eventually, sometimes, um, like um, it, one of the respected data we say, they said there would always be a point that you are sense. He said there was a time that you didn't have sense that you were just sharing anything anyhow. But when you now began to have sense, you need to visit some part of those things and then correct them. So are there some sort of conscious things we need to take note in the kind of data we supply? And in also supplying some of this data, most especially on social media, what are the things we need to take note? Are there periods, some people talk about social media auditing. Is it also very important? That will do some of these things. I want to get your view on this thing. Okay, I think you, you've asked a very, very, very important question. And it's, it's quite, especially in this world, uh, we, we need to really, we cannot overemphasize the need to, for us to be able to protect our data. There, there's, so, so basically, for every data that you release, right, there are, there are negative side effects that a lot of, that's why a lot of governments are trying to make sure that they enforce laws. To make sure that these organizations can use your data. But the funny thing is that it's not even the organizations that even sometimes they're not even the organizations that are the problem. There are ordinary individuals like ourselves that can begin to even exploit that data even against you. And it's also important, and to me, I, I lead some group of young people as well. So how is why I emphasize nothing? You need to understand that internet does not forget. <laughs> I promise internet, you you can forget. But the internet never forget anything you post you no know, facebook used to do this thing they will tell you things that you said 10 years ago 
right? And they will send it to you and say, we are reminding you of your of your memories. And sometimes I look at, I look at some of the things I put and I'm like, oh my God, how stupid was I 30 years ago? And, and all that. So so it's, it's just quite amazing to understand that, number one, your data now, especially in, the, in this world of public social media and all that, can be useful in, for you and against you. I remember back then at um, Leave Resources, we, we stopped even receiving people's CV. What we don't need from you is your name, right? And your LinkedIn handle. And then we just go and do that. You can do the other many things. We take your social media, we take your LinkedIn, and then we're able to make your decisions and say, okay, this isn't able to work with us. I've met, and I know somebody who has lost a big opportunity of his lifetime just by things that he posted on social media. So it's very, very important. And the fact that we need to protect our data, not even from different organizations, from even other individuals like ourselves. But in terms of organizations, honestly, sometimes I believe that we are at a disadvantage because some of these services you you need them. And unfortunately, some of the criteria is that they will say that it's either you use our service, or it's either you don't use our service or you give us, give us access to your data. So sometimes we are constrained to just use them all the same, but you just provide as less information as possible uh, to all these kind of platforms. So, for example, I unnecessarily did not give my contact information on social media or not even on social media or on some different platforms I use because some of them ask for your location. If if I don't think it is necessary, I don't put it there. It's not it's not compulsory. Sometimes I just put the my the address of my organization or where I work. So if you want to find me, you can find me at work. But you don't need to know personally where I live or where I stay and all that. So but you I, I one key thing that I think it will become very, very important as we move on, especially in these terms of uh, COVID-19, when people are doubling down on the use of personal data for many other things. Sometimes it's for malicious reasons, sometimes it's, it's under the pretense of social good and all that, but, but the, the use is, is really very, very dangerous. Is that you go through the fine print. One of those things of saying, they say terms and conditions. Take your time and go through it. Right, uh, and there are some some there are some applications that will tell you they want access to your mic and everything. So what I've realized, the key I picked, I picked from funny enough, I picked it from Zuckerberg. So all these platforms that say uh, they want access to your contacts, your text messages, and all that, and so <laughs> sometimes once you grant them an access, right, once you grant them the access once, it's very very difficult to revoke that. Access, right. Wow. So. That was a Zuckerberg has a paper tape. Zuckerberg, I'm talking, I'm talking about founder of Facebook by himself. Had paper tape on his camera side. I'm telling you, I when I saw the picture, I was shocked. I'm like, this is this is Zuckerberg. He's putting paper tape on his webcam so that in case anybody has into the system, even if you can turn on the webcam, you won't be able to see what he's doing. So that's that's the that's the power of data. That people are just trying to make sure that. You don't get don't get to get my private private data without my consent so sometimes i do not grant a lot of access if i don't think it will be needed i don't grant and if i ask you to receive my contact what i do is that i try to find if there's another alternative after i can do what you're promising to do if i can't find it then i know that uh for me to get your services this is the price i have to pay <laughs> all until a better mm. option comes up nothing i can do so and that's why i believe that nigerians you know, you know we need to begin to now create ourselves that uh and although it's, it's a big it's a big because government is doubling down it's a big area right now in in the industry where people are shouting you know what guys 
you are using our data in ways you do not give you authority for. We need to take some of this power back from you. And there's a lot of noise. In fact, there's this antitrust stuff that USA is double, and I'm very sure one of the five, big five, will be heavily fined in the coming weeks to come. So it's something that we also need to read the terms and agreement, and then you know some of these things you just need to agree on to them because you don't have any other choice uh, until somebody else comes with something better and tells you that okay we know we will, we will not collect your data or if you collect your data we will anonymize it and things like that so but you read it to so my basic three advice number one don't post things that necessarily if it does not need post you don't need to post it don't post it right and internet does not forget don't don't even forget don't think that internet forgets so don't post things that you can later on regret and number three don't release all the information if it's not necessary if you ask you about where you stay you can put your uh, business location there is no compulsory you put every every and uh, details also and number four i believe that i that i cover is that take preemptive measures and read the terms and conditions and like zuckerberg as well you can begin to take active physical uh <laughs> steps to protecting yourself well i, I believe uh just be careful generally and yeah, over over and then if you're not doing things that are too harmful uh, that if it would get out to harm your your reputation and all that so sometimes some of these things are like you go to my website what do they see it's not people have seen what i'm doing so what i'm not i don't have anything i i'm mm-hmm. not a young guy sometimes some of these things it's fine since we are since, until we have better alternatives does it Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. Like I shared that at one point on Growth Hopper Africa community, I said that before you click on that post button, take that thought through the laboratory yeah. of the future. Take it through the laboratory of the future to be sure that you still want to stand by it. Five years, 10 years, 20 years, you still want to start by that same okay. thing that you're sharing. It's very, very interesting. Thank you so much for that answer. Um, now, we want to, I want to ask this question for business people. Now, since those who have data control, those who have data have the power, what are some of the kinds of data that businesses should be doing? I know you mentioned some, but in a particular area like this, the third world community where a lot of people are basically state startups and some are still struggling in this post-COVID or around COVID season. What are some of the specific data in play terms that they should be looking out for? I'm asking you this because I know you are not just coming from the technology side. You also have some experience on the business side. And you are not just a tech tech guy in data science. You are the business manager. So you're coming from the side of knowing business and tech. All right. So what are some of these data that they should be looking out for? So I, I think uh, really, so for you to really begin to, it has this, there's this process in, in machine learning that you need to determine your objective function or what was the goal before you can start getting data. So you don't just collect data randomly. You need to understand what exactly do I need data for? For example, if you want the data to drive sales, then what you need to do is you need to get data around that parameter of sales. So for example, I might not need a data on to, to say if you go to church or not. That might not be useful data for my sales. Do you understand? Well, I would definitely need data on the past purchase history of that particular customer with me right so those are the kind of data i'll begin to now get and look forward for and just begin to take a note so i cannot just give you like these are data you should get get right but what i can say is that once you set an objective function right it becomes clear the kind of data you should get and, and feel free to experiment uh and and when it comes about ways of getting data sometimes it's just about asking right so for example uh i don't know if i can remember their name now these guys that sell ice creams have become very very popular now dominoes for example go to dominoes they would ask you to enter your name your phone number and all that right and 
although they, they they tell you that they're just trying to make sure it looks nice and you see your name on that and then you know when your order is coming up and all that but they use it way beyond that and you guys you need to know that they use it way beyond that right sometimes they will send you message to say because they understand that when you came and the last three times you bought this kind of pizza so they can say hey guy now this pizza is available at 30 percent discount they know that you will come most likely will come because they have the data you understand so sometimes you just ask about the data so in your interaction and your customer feeding just put data so for example people give out receipts receipt is also data you're collecting name you're collecting phone number you're collecting the address you're collecting that. that's data that you can begin to use it's data already and if you think you need more data put it there they will not nobody will say ah, i'm not giving you they will still give you do you understand so put data and based on your goals really you, the, the, the kind of data you should collect becomes clear and apart from that there are various ways to get data as well your website is a huge uh, only port for data the google there's google analytics that helps you to get a lot of data that tells you how much people are spending on your site where people are looking at and all that that's an immense point for you to gather data so you can begin to see okay what should be on our website what are people looking at oh there are people are looking at this section more because we need to stock in this section or begin to advertise this section more you know, so it seems like that's what people really want and so all these things so there are, there are various means of getting the data and there's google form you can send the google form we are trying to improve our services could you please help us fill up this and all that so there are various ways to get data you just need to explore only thing is that there are a lot of sources out there in fact you can even buy data right so you can buy data as well some, some organizations sell the data they can just tell you that they will anonymize the names of the people but they will sell the data and they can have data points about what seems to sell in Apple, what seems to do well here so these are people who are also gathering data and they can sell it so there are different ways i know there's no excuse to say you don't have data because there are too many yeah. ways to get the data right so yeah is a way to get data your data your social media is a way to get data you can crowdsource data you can send google forms so there are too many ways nobody has an excuse to say i don't have data i don't have data if you start today over the next one year you'd have gathered so much data that you can begin to spot trends even before they are right so, yeah. so that's that's yeah. that's it about in, in, interesting that's that's so so exceptional exceptional answer thank you very much so business people, you Thank know you, you should start thinking of data. So it's like coming to me like something that is saying all business owners should start thinking of having a data science department. So it has yeah. gone beyond just them. Um, I want to make money and do this thing. Now, uh, this is particularly on the career career part of data science. I have some students that are listening to you now are saying, wow, Hamza Tolua is so interesting. You have blown my head away. You have made me feel like data science is what I must go after now. I must just love it every day, kiss it every day, love it every day and dream about it all the time. And some of those people, they study IT, they didn't do computer science, they didn't do statistics, and they are saying, how do I start up a career opportunity in data science? What do you have to tell these people? Okay, Maybe so... For example, so I, <laughs> for example, some of you would be the mass communication, the theater hat, or maybe somebody that has gone far away to do things around agriculture or something not even connected to tech. And the person is thinking, how do I start a career in data science? Okay, so thank you so much. That's a great idea. And, and, and first, I would need to lay a foundation. You need to understand that we need people from different backgrounds to come into data science. You guys offer a unique perspective and, and, and a unique view and a unique set of skill set 
that very very other few people can play with for example when you see lawyers who are data scientists it's also this amazing they are very very good with nlp and all that natural language processing and all that if you see somebody coming from a medical outside there is a lot of various use cases in that in that aspect as well so you cannot just say ah, i did not do data science as uh, in my bsc and msc it's a huge space for you to play because data science artificial intelligence is transforming your current field and you are we are very much in luck is uh i've been has brought this 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 platform and um, towards you uh, with, for, for you I, I work at the biggest artificial intelligence learning community in africa right and then we've been able to create a whole lot of content around how you can begin to skyrocket your career start a career uh, along data science uh, we have professional courses that you can apply for or pay for uh, and we have completely free classes and even professional communities that can help you along your way so i think one good thing for you is just you know what for me to go one by one about what to do and if you already have a pack that really helps you you could go so the the, the best thing i just tell you is is go to our website, uh, check what we do, go to our social media pages. We have uh, a YouTube channel where we have about three or four webinars and uh, completely free that you can watch that details how you can start a career in data science, what you need to learn, right? And then we have professional paid courses that you can pay for that covers every angle of data science and how to start and gives you a unique perspective. And if you want to drill down to developing capacity, uh, there's also the opportunity. And fortunately, also I, I I lead that initiative, especially when it comes to training and and all and all that. And I will be happy to reach out. We are happy to help you. So you could send a mail. You can reach out to that science Nigeria and directly. You can reach out to me as well. I'll be able to provide guidance and regarding that. But there's a huge opportunity, guys. And there is a lot of learning resource. And one thing also that we've also been able to lay as a guide is that sense of community that once you're lost or you are you're finding it difficult to get your space there's a com- huge community that you can draw strength and inspiration for and uh, right now we are the fastest growing community of professionals in africa we are the biggest ai network in africa which is not a small thing and we have various global uh global reach and global connections on global platforms where we try to make sure that not only that we develop ai talents that are going to need to develop one million AI talent in 10 years. Not only that we develop the talent, but also we begin to solve oh, that you like money. You said one million naira. Oh, I said one million naira. <laughs> <laughs> so one million, I meant one million AI talent. So so don't me. So that's it. So it's also for to go back uh, to the other science Nigeria, check their pages, check our pages, check our social media and those. And most importantly, you can check our YouTube channels. We have um this question was explicitly answered at least in three different webinars, right? Three different webinars. There's a, there's, a, there's an amazing webinar by our founder, Dr. Bayo Adekombi, where he explicitly dissected the whole issue. So wherever you're coming from, you can understand where to start from. It was, that, that's just one of the most awesome content I found, especially on starting career on the internet. So you could just check, um career and data science on the internet. So you could just go check it out, download it. If you have questions, please feel free to reach out. Uh, we'll be able to provide help, okay? All right, oh, interesting. Um, we are getting to some sort of the morals part, which is towards the end of this interview. Um, 15 years 15 years ago, Hamza Tolua Show maybe was not thinking about being the business manager of Data Science Nigeria. He was not even thinking of Data Science. But today, what, what actually caused that shift between the Hamza Tolua Show 15 years ago and Hamza Tolua Show of now? Uh, what were the okay, so- definite things that caused that shift? Right, okay. <laughs> so I think we'll be rounding up very shortly. But uh, it's, it's really a very, very interesting story. I think you probably even know the story, but I think you want me to share 
share with people. So it's, it's an interesting journey. I've always been passionate on about technology really and about trying to be at the very cutting edge of tech, right? And at the time, I was working with lead resources and um, so basically what we were focused on around that time was around enterprise and technology. And then we discovered that the, the, the key rising force that would determine the, 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 the next couple of decades was artificial intelligence. So naturally that piqued my interest. And then I had a very, very good boss and mentor uh, back then who was uh, able to guide me along the path. And one day we found an opportunity. So I, I basically I did my 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 MSc thesis around um, machine learning and data science. So I kind of already started interest, I started learning already. But then in terms of concrete steps to take actions about the field of data science and machine learning and even business entirely, I think was sparked with my relationship with my, my former boss uh, and, and mentor, uh, really, who really guided me around that process, right? So I remember we also, uh, and that's why data science idea really has really played a very, very huge part of that. So an advert about a bootcamp, right? I just a couple of weeks to the bootcamp and they're supposed to take some courses and some uh, hackathon. So we, we put in, in fact, my boss even encouraged me by putting him by himself and giving me space in his house with power uh, for about a week. We just sat down, continue to develop based on the content and just trying to see if you could get into the bootcamp. And uh, at the end of everything I got in, uh, he, I think he couldn't join because uh, they were just young, young people and me had already passed the age. So I, I got in uh, into the afternoon and that's when my journey with data science really began. And based on my expertise and experience already being a business uh, consultant and coach as with uh, lead resources, an opening came up in the other sides around business management, which was, a, which was a very, very unique opportunity for me to be able to combine business right, with data science and AI. <laughs> and then that's how we found ourselves with yes, and it's been an amazing journey so far. I've been stressed, I've learned a lot, and I, I feel like there's still a whole lot of to learn and the journey honestly has just begun so we are looking forward to greater days you see i've been saluting <laughs> you like this all right interesting interesting uh, maybe finally you know we go like this we are just allowing people to delve into our personal discussion but it's, it's getting more interesting now if you saw the arms at Olua show at 10 years birthday now what will you tell him to do differently Oh, <laughs> okay. So, well, well, that. I think if I probably had seen, uh, if I if I have the opportunity to go back in time, there are, there are probably some few things that I think I will correct. There are some things that I will leave exactly the same. There are some things that I will definitely correct. I will, I'll probably tell him that you know all these AI things you probably have started about five years or ten years ago, <laughs> so, so that you can really have and after the whole thing, but that's that's fine. Yeah. You've got to learn it about it so at a pretty good time that we are we're trying uh leading the frontier as well. But what I wish I could probably have learned, discovered AI and machine learning earlier. I probably have discovered business as well earlier and probably I've met some of my mentors now and bosses now earlier. So that really has given me that great. But I, I think it's all part of the interesting journey of life but i wish some of these things I, I had given more attention to it at a younger age especially because we did all these things in school it's just that you no know, there was no that push to just uh, <laughs> further right so for example the above of covered we did an extensive a very, very interesting course in ai which is an extensive course in software engineering in fact most of my colleagues right now have the very very top guys in tech when it comes to nigeria right and they're doing really really good it's just that 
for some of us they were just no no that push you know you just left school i just wanted to enjoy life things like that so i, I wish that at taking some of those things see us back there in school but we got good results it's just that we do not proceed about just learning it and developing skills so yeah. i probably would have yeah. loved to do and take and probably are taking some of those things even more serious but there's still time they're still we are, well they are relatively still young and we can still cover ground so uh yeah. we, are, we are grateful for what god is what god has done and what they first yeah so uh, thank you so much your, your, your final thoughts and then how can people connect with you maybe via facebook or instagram oh. um basically so how can they connect with you Thank you so much. Um, so I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, on, on Twitter, and on LinkedIn. So Amza Tuluashio is the is the handle. So those Google Amza Tuluashio, you find probably all the contacts. And so Amza Tuluashio, personal email, Amza underscore Tuluashio on the outcom. I want to reach me via my organization's email is Tuluashio at datasciencenigeria.ai. So yeah look forward to chatting with you guys and feel free to slide into the dms i i might take long to reply but i will always definitely reply almost definitely reply so just slide into the dm <laughs> and then we, we, we get to connect and make yeah thank you so memory. so much thank you so much Amza to Lua show i'm grateful i'm honored for for you being here sharing so much value and we are still not done so we are still planning no. to have a live session very soon thank you so much so thank you okay. so much. You've just thank listened you. to Amzat Oluwaseo. That's an amazing session on the role of data to personal and business growth. You can imagine how much in-depth value this man has got. And you need to rise up now and take this knowledge and utilize them into your personal and businesses. It's very, very important to change the to change your life, to make the difference and to move on to the next level. As I keep telling you, keep remaining phenomenal, keep remaining exceptional, and never stop growing. Thank you, and bye-bye.